Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the People Processes Podcast, where we dive into the updates, interviews, and yes, processes that will help your organization thrive. My name is Rami Alijil, and my goal is to help HR managers and business owners create an environment where their people are their organization's competitive advantage. Today, we're talking about a new case that has come uh, down that has major implications for equal pay laws. This is gonna help you understand the reasons to quote, ban the box that have been coming across the news recently and a, a reason not to ask for previous salary history. Oh, and don't forget, we post to LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook, and I would love to hear from you on there with any questions. You can also subscribe to us by going to peopleprocesses.com, where you will receive special subscriber-only content for free. People Processes is also available wherever you get your podcast, and it syndicates on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. So this is another step towards equal pay is how it's being viewed. On April 9th, 2018, a new case in Rizzo versus Yavino. Full case notes are linked on peopleprocesses.com. You can read all these in the show notes. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals held that under the Federal Equal Pay Act, an employer cannot justify a wage differential between a male and female employees by relying on prior salary. The EPA prohibits sex-based wage discrimination between men and women in the same establishment who perform jobs that require substantially equal skill, effort, and responsibility under similar working conditions. According to the court's opinion, quote, we now hold that prior salary alone or in combination with other factors cannot justify a wage differential. To hold otherwise, to allow employers to capitalize on the persistence of the wage gap and perpetuate the gap endlessly, would be contrary to the text and history of the EPA and would vitiate the very purpose for which the act stands. In plain language, an employer's prior salary does not constitute a, quote, factor other than sex upon which a wage differential may be based under the catch-all exemption of the Equal Pay Act. This is true regardless of whether past salary was considered alone or in conjunction with other factors. Based on the history and statutory text, any other factor other than sex is limited to legitimate job-related factors, such as a prospective employee's experience, education, or ability. Consequently, uh, in this case, a county employer that relied on prior salary to set a female employee's starting salary failed to set forth an affirmative defense, and the denial of its motion for summary judgment against the EPA's claims was affirmed. So what happened in this case? Well, after Rizzo was hired, she learned that male colleagues in the same job were being hired at a higher salary than she was. However, the only rationale the employer offered for this wage disparity was that Rizzo's salary was lower at a prior job. The court held, quote, This scenario provides a textbook violation of the equal pay for equal work mantra of the EPA. Because prior salary levels created the only differential between Rizzo and her male colleagues, thus requiring that the any other factor than other than sex defense must be limited to legitimate job-related factors, unquote. Though this, through this decision, uh, the Ninth Circuit, which covers employers in Alaska, Arizona, California, Hawaii, Idaho, Montana, Nevada, Oregon, and Washington, joins the Second, Sixth, Tenth, and Eleventh Circuits that have likewise interpreted the any factor other than sex defense is limited in its application. 
So what does this all mean? What now? The impact of the Rizzo decision reinforces federal and state equal pay rights and highlights National Equal Pay Day. Because the decision was filed uh, April 9th, 2018, the day before 2018's Equal Pay Day, Equal Pay Day was originated by the National Committee on Pay Equity as a public awareness event. It illustrates the gap between men and women's wages and is commemorated around the nation and the world. When created, the NCPE decided to select a Tuesday in April as Equal Pay Day. A Tuesday was selected to represent how far into the next work week women must work to earn what men earned the previous week. As the fight for equal pay continues, Rizzo's must be reviewed by the Supreme Court, although there are no current indications that the employer is going to pursue review. So what now? Employers must take the steps to review their policies and eliminate any hiring policy that relies on a job applicant's prior salary in determining their starting pay. Additionally, employers should review applicable state laws related to hiring practices and prior salaries to ensure compliance and avoid liability. Many states have already become very aggressive about this. According to the NCPE, because on average women earn less than men, they must work significantly longer for the same amount of pay. So maybe the better answer to what now outside of policies is that employers should not just review those policies, but take the steps necessary to ensure that their employees are paid equally, regardless of gender, and work towards ending this perpetual cycle of pay inequity. That's all I have for you today, ladies and gentlemen. I hope this has given you a little bit of an incentive to review your policies. Take a look on our website at peopleprocesses.com at the show notes for more information about this. Thank you so much for tuning in. Go out there, have a great day, and get your work done.